Vagina. There, I said it. I got it out of the way, Tom. I know that was a sort of a Damocles sword hanging over our necks of, for the show since we're talking about bacteria, flora, and we will be talking about vaginas. That's right. And also Peter Rabbit. It's all going to interrelate. Don't worry about it. It's bathroom humor, uh, literally, because we're going to talk about bathrooms and hot air dryers and Dyson, who makes a dope vacuum. By the way, forget that Dyson guy. Everybody's like, all their promo ads are like, I was the world's greatest inventor. I'm James Dyson's like, why do you only make vacuums, bro? But the, anybody can make a vacuum. It's like we have a water crisis in much of the world. We're sort of drowning in carbon dioxide, but he's like, you know what we need? A better vacuum. <laughs> because Blanche needs to vacuum those, sh those floors because I'm stuck in the 50s where women do all the vacuuming. Back to you, Tom Heineber. As they should, Z, as they should. <laughs> I dare you. So the story with these Dyson dryers is apparently that uh, they're, they're supposed to be, you know how they're built? You've seen these things. They're like the world's most hygienic hand dryers. You stick your hands in them, they're called the Dyson blade, and then you go. That always seemed gross. And you never have to touch anything. Yeah, that's the idea. And I want to ask women in the audience uh, who are commenting, do these things also, do they put them in, in women's rooms? Because I've only been in the men's room because I'm not that, I'm not like Chuck Berry. And so I've not seen the women's room. I don't know if they use them there, but I'll tell you in the men's room, it's the blade and you're just like, and your hands are mostly dry. What you will notice though, is you feel a little bit of a spray coming off it. And that's where some scientists took a look with some Petri dishes, and they were like, yo, son, Petri dish, go in the bathroom, expose it to just plain bathroom air as a control, see what's landing on it, see what grows. A little bit of stuff grows. Now, expose it, the same Petri dish, to the air around one of those vacuum blower Dyson hand dryers. What do they find? A ton of colonies of bacteria grow relative to the regular bathroom stanky air and some of the bacteria are pathogenic. So the question is, if you half-ass wash your hands, which every single man does, washing hands in a bathroom like that, what are you trying to do to me, Logan? Are you trying to give me, there we go, there it is. Washing hands in a bathroom is a ritual for other people's benefit, for most people. They go in and they're like, oh, you know, let me just do this thing, okay, my hands, because all I did was touch my wee-wee when I pee-peed. And then people who poo-poo hopefully are washing their hands better. But really, if you watch actually what happens, it's like, <laughs> everybody see me do that? Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> into the Dyson. Now you have half-assed washed hands covered in bacteria, or in Tom's case, when he touches any of his private parts, whackteria, because his flora are whack. I never understood why all y'all need to wash your hands. Are you so bad at peeing? Like, what's going on? Takes two hands to hold it. So there are people in the world who feel this way and they are then putting their half clean hands into the Dyson, spraying the bacteria all around. So the question is, is this a good idea? Is it worse than just using wasteful paper towels or the usual way of drying or just air drying? And I think the consensus from this particular bit of data is, hmm, doesn't sound better to me. It's a lot of fun to use, the kids love it. By the way, kids' hands are pure fomite, they're just pure gross. And, and you see them in the boys' room just like, 
just splashing everywhere. I come walking up, hey, I just peed, I'm ready to dry my <laughs> Splashed with, with baby germs. So I would argue, <clears throat> and I think many in sort of infectious disease might agree that probably not the best idea. Now the question is, does it actually spread disease? Does it cause trouble? You need bigger studies to actually determine that. This is just, you know, small trials type stuff. Well, all right, this sort of interrelates to another story that I've, I heard about recently. The BBC has this thing called, does vaginal seeding boost health? And I had never heard about <laughs> vaginal seeding today. Uh, I just thought it was, you know, the traditional vaginal seeding. Oh you know my God. Saying? Anyway. <laughs> but this is a family show. <laughs> but it's never been a family show. <laughs> Apparently what vaginal seeding actually is, is because a lot of cesarean birth babies are having immune problems later in life and we've seen a rise in allergies and like all these schools are peanut free zones and everything, they're not getting the mother's bacteria, is that what it is? And so what the, what the plan is for, some, for proponents of vaginal seeding is to take some of the... Use your words, The Tom. juices, the specimen, <laughs> and uh, rub it on the baby. Mm. And Sounds moist. That's how you do it. <laughs> the shlami shows up, and he picks up the fleeb, and he rubs it. It is important that the fleeb is used because it contains all the fleeb juice. <laughs> this is like an episode of Rick and Morty, <laughs> the vaginal. So, no, actually, what, what you're talking about, Tom, is an interesting theory, which is children who are born from cesarean section never pass through properly the mother's vaginal canal. That canal is full of particular flora, lactobacillus, other flora that, by the way, some of these alt-med types on Facebook are proposing making yogurt out of your vag secretions. Ew. Yeah. Uh, I'd pay for that. I'm just thinking, yeah, I mean, how do you, do you have to be Greek then to produce Greek yogurt? Like, is it a, is it a whole, I made Logan go, <sighs> which is hard to do, because Logan has guns. So here's the thing, this idea that this flora then, which is normal when you pass through the vaginal canal, doesn't happen in C-sections. And we know, we know C-sections are a little bit <clears throat> off the natural in the sense that, well, first of all, you're cutting someone open and taking a baby out, just like in Indiana Jones when the Hindu priest ripped that guy's heart out while it was still beating and then it caught on fire. It's exactly the same. See, apparently there's something called a big tissue and they want you to believe hand dryers spread diseases, says Zach. <laughs> big tissue. Listen, big tissue. Um, <laughs> We know there was just recently, a, I saw it on Facebook, so it must be true, a story about a tissue researcher who was found dead in a river. And uh, I'm just saying, okay, he or she may have well been a whistleblower and uh, 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 on big tissue. So I think we should shut up about big tissue because the black helicopters with the Kleenex logo on the side may just kill us. Anyway, so back to vaginal stuff. <clears throat> in cesarean sections, we know that the children don't get squeezed through the birth canal as they normally would, and so a lot of times they can have some pulmonary fluid, some fluid in their lungs that uh, can cause a little bit of tachypnea or fast breathing. So there are definitely differences between vaginal and cesarean delivery. The question is then, is the passing through the vaginal canal from a microflora, from, from a natural bacteria standpoint, different enough to have a clinical relevance to a child in terms of allergies, immune system, and other things these people are purporting. No data to tell us this. So yeah, sure, you can have your, your <clears throat> cesarean baby and you can smear vagina extract on the child's head 
if that floats your boat. You can eat your placenta if that's something that makes you feel awesome. You can, <laughs> you know, you can do all kinds of crazy things like give birth in a river if that makes you feel dope. But please don't tell us that there's any scientific evidence or even anecdotal evidence that this actually improves the outcomes for the child because we just haven't had evidence for that. Now the vaginal microflora thing, it actually makes, it has some potential scientific basis. The problem is we don't know enough yet about our normal microbiome, the bacteria that make up these spaces to actually understand whether it has clinical consequence. So if someone sends you a Facebook thing saying, you should smear your cesarean baby with vaginal juices. Um, take that with a grain of vagina. You know, actually, I was born in a river, Z, because I started life as a salmon. So. I knew you because you've been trying to spawn ever since then. You've been swimming upstream. And every now and again, see, this is the interesting thing you guys don't know about Tom. He, Tom, <clears throat> really loves old spirituals. Like, I'll, 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 I'll drive up, we're gonna start the day, and I'll see him in his Chevy Volt. That's right, Tom drives a Chevy Volt. Uh, yes, and, because he's electric AF. It's very economical, people. And, and I'll, I'll, his window will be partially cracked, he doesn't realize I'm there. And he'll just be like, as I went down to the river to pray, Learning about those good old days And who should ride a rose and a thorn Oh Lord, show me the way And then Logan comes up and he's like Oh Jesus, let's go down, <laughs> let's go down So, what does this have to do with vaginas? I'm like, there's an old man called the Mississippi That's the old man that I'd like to be What does he care if the world Anyway, uh, <laughs> Is this kind of like, um, you know how in Europe when they sell the chicken eggs, they don't got to refrigerate them because they got the protective coating? Mm. Is it like that, Z? It's nothing like that. Okay, and, and, cool. and, and, well, by the way, so this actually gets to the whole natural sort of continuum. So people who eat unpasteurized cheese, raw milk, those kind of things. And I will say this, uh, again, I don't know enough about the data around raw milk and things like that, but again, it gets down to the microflora. I took care of a guy when I was at Stanford who got endocarditis, infection of his heart valve, that we had presumptively linked to the eating of raw cheese because it was an unusual organism that is actually found uh, in certain types of, it was either raw milk or raw cheese. So everything bacterial <clears throat> can be a dual-edged sword. Bacteria can be our friend, they can be commensal organisms that are symbiotic with us, they help us, they help us digest things, they help our normal flora, they may help do everything from prevent diabetes to prevent obesity, to modulate our mood, we don't know yet, but it's, they've been implicated in those things. And the question is though, how much is too much? What does natural really mean? And do we understand this yet? We don't. So the bottom line is we need to use science and the scientific method to actually study these things before we give blanket recommendations. The idea that these things modulate childhood allergies is another thing we were talking about recently with our baby wipes episode and this whole Peter Rabbit controversy, right, right Tom? The, uh, Sabrina has a comment. What's that? She says, uh, if it smells like trout, get the F out. If it <laughs> smells like salmon, keep on jamming. That was a girl that said that. I'm really, glad, I'm really glad that was a woman who said that because otherwise we would somehow be accused of grossness and sexism by proxy. But as it stands, I believe we're clean, Tom Heineber. You know, the thing is, here's what happened. We stopped giving peanuts, babies. <laughs> and now nobody can eat peanuts. 
Marwin, Marwin Mark Div says, stabbed in the heart with a cheese knife, which is amazing. Uh, I don't think he meant to sing it that way, but so again, bottom line is bacteria. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, anyways, sorry, back to this. We're having a weird day today. Um, oh, by the way, guys, you're gonna love the videos that are coming up. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just saying. Uh, still don't know what this topic is, says someone. You don't know what this topic is, Sandy Stanton. <laughs> no one does. No Sandy. one does. Now we're talking about bacteria, normal flora, the idea that, oh, should you smear vaginal secretions on a C-section born baby? By the way, a bit of trivia. And the answer is nobody knows. Bit of trivia, Macbeth. I can be killed by no man of woman born, said the old witches to Macbeth. And he was killed by a man. So how did this happen? This is one of those riddles. Mm. I heard about these. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how did it happen? <laughs> Who can tell me in the comments? How was Macbeth killed by, I forget his name, Banquo, no, Banquo was the ghost, by whoever killed Macbeth. It was like, who killed JR? Nobody knows. <laughs> Could have been Bobby Ewing. Who, how did the person, a man, kill Macbeth if no man of woman born could have killed Macbeth? And it relates to this show. Let's see if we have some answers to this. Um, we, we have peanut vaginal girt will help the child avoid peanut allergies, right? Brandon Alexander, that is gross. Brandon that is really disgusting and also true. Uh, love your videos, Jess Sunshine. Where are we got an answer? Macbeth was a C-section. Tracy Johnson. Dang. That's exactly right. They were not born of woman, they were born of surgeon. So again, semantics, right? But there you have it. Uh, so Dyson dryers, probably bad for spreading germs everywhere. Vaginal uh, secretions smeared on a C-section baby. Nobody knows, I probably wouldn't waste my time doing it. I would waste more time hugging your baby, skin to skin, um, and bonding with that child. Uh, that's what I would do. And then recovering from your C-section. That's what I would do. But again, I'm not a woman, so it's your choice. I'm all about choice. It's called kangaroo care. Mm. Tom knows stuff. Sounds moist. Kangaroo care, it is moist. I hate that word, by the way. <laughs> Who else hates the word moist? Everybody, everybody does. Everybody. Unless you're talking about cake. Cake. Unless you're talking about cake or vaginal secretions. He was born by C-section. That's right. The killer was born by C-section, Maria. Yeah. And then Andrea Skiba just says God killed him. Smear it Lion King style, says Ashley. Smear it Lion King style? That's perfect. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> Simba, you are now gross. At AF. Uh, that was James Earl Jones, by the way. Doc yeah, Vader. I know. Anyway. Yeah. I think we're done now. We're done. <laughs> we're done now. Guys, hit share, hit like, leave a comment, tell us about your vaginal secretion story, your Dyson hand blower story, and uh, your peanut allergy story, because we want to hear about it for future shows, right? I don't know. We love you guys. Tom, have you lost weight? And Reeb? Nope. <laughs> No one ever asked me if I've lost weight. Um, all right, guys, we out. Peace. Peace. Vagina, you know, say that me snow me, I go blame. A licky boom boom down. Gross. Moist. Gross. Moist. Moist.